Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Striker Post Photo Booths podcast. This is Jim coming to you from the secret location under the train station. Today, we're going to continue with part two of our three-part series on the four types of events. And today, we're going to focus on outdoor events. And that means we're going to talk about the canopy and how that's used outdoors. And then we're going to talk about the open booth and how that is used outdoors. Before we begin, I just want to mention, if you haven't been back to the training video site uh, in a couple weeks, go back. We have a few videos that have been added. Also, this is the last week that you can send us an email to podcast at sappb.com and put in the subject line free templates to get a download link to two sets of custom templates that you can use with your photo booth. All right, so let's jump right into our outdoor events. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is using the canopy outdoors. Now the canopy, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, is one of the easiest setups when you use it indoors. Uh, it's basically just setting up the canopy, setting up the light, uh, putting the booth up next to it, and you're pretty much ready to go. When you go outdoors, one thing that you have to deal with is sunlight. And sunlight is really intense, and with the sheer white curtain doors, the sunlight can obviously penetrate through those and uh, lighten up the booth on the inside. And that can throw off our light settings that we have set up for canopy. So the first thing we need to do is make sure that if we're going to use a canopy outdoors, we need to make sure we understand the TV and ISO settings. Odds are, when you set up your canopy and get the booth set up and you're ready to go, take a test picture, it's probably going to be a little bright. And to combat that, what we want to do is we're going to start changing the TV setting, which is the shutter setting. And for normal canopy use, that's basically set to 1 over 125, sometimes 1 over 160. So if you're going to do the canopy outdoors and your picture's bright, first thing you're going to do is go into dark room, go into the camera tab, and you're going to change the TV setting from 1 over 125 to, say, 1 over 320. And then you're going to go ahead and take another sample picture and see if that darkens it a bit. If it's still a little too bright, then go back into the TV setting, click on the drop down, and change it to 1 over 400. And basically just keep going through those increments until you get to the right balance of lighting. Now, I wish I could give you a specific number to use, but there are so many variables that we're going to talk about. Uh, just because there's sunlight doesn't mean it's going to have as much of an effect in one case as it might another. And a lot of that's basically going to come down to the orientation of the booth, again, which we'll go over in just a bit. So the first order of business is be prepared to work with that TV setting. If you don't know what the TV setting does and you're going to be tackling one of these outdoor events, check over some of our previous episodes, particularly the one that is on camera jargon. It really goes into the detail of what the TV, AV, and ISO settings are. So once you have your TV setting correct and you're able to get some good pictures, a couple things you want to try and do um, to make things run a little bit more smoothly is one thing I've found is the canopy when it's used outdoors, it's be, it being black is going to absorb the sunlight and it's going to start warming things up. And even if you have a pretty decent day, things can get a little warm in the canopy. So I always recommend bringing a small fan to put inside the canopy keep the air moving. That way when people are inside, they're not going to uh, get too uncomfortable. Now, when you're setting up outdoors, one thing to be very uh, conscious of 
is the positioning of the sun. So when you have the canopy set up, where are the doors facing? Are they going to be facing into the sunlight? Is the sun going to be to the opposite side of them? It's going to make a huge difference into how much light spills into the booth. So you want to try and check that out. One thing you can do to check that out is use this absolutely fantastic tool that I have used for a very long time. And it's called the Photographer's Ephemeris. And I'm going to put a link to that in our episode uh, description on our, our podcast site. It's photoephemeris.com. What this does is you put in the location where you're going to be, and it will tell you at the different times of day exactly where the direct sunlight is going to be coming from, all the way from sunrise to sunset. It's going to really help with planning, and I just I can't suggest it strongly enough. Um, if you're going to be outdoors, it's always worth checking into this. Uh, if you use it through the website, it's free, so even better. Uh, and like I said, it can be an invaluable tool in figuring out how to orient your booth uh, of the canopy when you're going to set up. Because anything you can do to minimize the direct sunlight coming in through the sides is A, going to make people more comfortable because the direct sunlight's not going to be pouring in. And B, it's going to help with your picture adjusting as well. Now, some other things that we're going to want to uh, consider is with using the canopy are things like wind. Uh, obviously, it's a big piece of fabric sitting out there on an open space, and wind can have some effect. Uh, it can blow the curtains around. Uh, for that instance, what I recommend is getting just a little bit of Velcro tape, uh, attaching it to the edges of the curtains so you can at least pin them together at the bottom when people are in, and that way the uh, curtains won't blow into the photo while they're in there trying to do their session. Because you really can't control the wind, and you know uh, anything you can do to minimize it is just going to come out with better pictures. On that note, with the wind, it's always good to invest in sandbags. And as a photographer, I invested in a lot of sandbags for my tripods, for my lighting, uh, even for my camera tripod, which was heavy in itself. These you can place around the bottom and anchor it to give it some weight. So if the wind does start to tip, it won't lift up one of the legs, which if nothing else will you know, cause folks to be a little bit alarmed. If the wind is strong enough to pick up the canopy and take it away, that's a, that's a point where you just you have to make a decision as to whether or not it's it's safe, not just for you uh, or for your equipment, but for the customers as well. That's just the kind of decision that you need to make when you're you get to location and have to kind of check out what is the environment and what's the day going to be like. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop into talking about open booth right away because uh, what. Both of these setups have in common are a number of items, and we're going to wrap those up at the end of this. So when doing an open booth, it's the same thing with regard to the camera settings. You're dealing with sunlight, and you need to definitely know your ISO and TV settings, both of them. When you set up your open booth, regardless of where you're positioned, the first thing you're going to want to do is take your ISO and drop it from 3200, which is the default for canopy setup, and drop that down to 1600. And from there, you're going to experiment with the TV setting, the shutter. Uh, I would drop that to 1 over 400 and do a test shot. If at 1 over 400, the picture looks super bright and you don't think that um, you're, you're even close, go ahead and drop the ISO down to 800 and then work with the TV settings 1 over 400. 
one over 320, and so on. So outdoor events uh, for a canopy or open booth, you're going to need probably about 10 extra minutes uh, getting the, the camera settings right and being able to experiment with that. So plan on that and make sure that you're there early enough to allow yourself the time to do that. When things look close, when you have, okay, that looks pretty good, now you're ready to you know, work with setting up the backdrop. Now, if you're doing a green screen outdoors, I would still recommend using the two lights uh, that light up the screen because that's going to help uh, get rid of some of the shadows again and give it a more consistent lighting sheen for the green screen effect to take place. But if you're doing an, a regular open booth where it's just a standard backdrop, you don't actually need those two backlights. Shadows on a backdrop in a normal uh, background is fine and uh, certainly not something you want to have to wrestle with if you don't have to. Again, for the green screen, pretty essential, even in direct sunlight. Um, otherwise, you can go ahead and forgo those two. You do still want to use the silver reflector. And even though it's super bright and people are going to be well lit, what you want to do is have that third, uh, the black umbrella with the silver reflector, that third light, you still want that shining on them because what that will do is that'll help alleviate shadows, particularly if you're in the noon to say 3 p.m. period, the sun is usually in such a position that it's going to give shadows under the eyebrows, and then you get kind of raccoon masks under the eyes. This light will help diffuse that so it's not as bad. It's not going to get rid of it completely, again, because you would need a really powerful light to offset the sunlight, but it is going to make for better pictures. Now, once again, you're going to want to make sure you have some kind of sandbags to put on the backdrop because it is essentially a giant sail. So if you have wind coming directly from the front or back of it, it could possibly tip it. So get some sandbags to keep things nice and sturdy. Uh, same thing with the uh, lights. If you're going to use those for the green screen, make sure those are sandbagged along the bottom. And that third light to uh, accent light the folks in the picture, uh, go ahead and make sure that's bagged as well. Now, lighting in an open booth is a little bit trickier to deal with. In the canopy, when the light changes during the day, it's really just a matter of a camera setting. Uh, if it starts to get a little dim because the sun's starting to set, well, then we increase the shutter speed uh, to the lower numbers and make it go a little slower. And so if we were at 1 at 400, we would drop down to 1 over 320, and 1 over 200, whatever it would take to brighten that back up. With an open booth, not only are you going to be dealing with the ISO and the TV setting, you're also going to be dealing with the positioning of that third light. Because in, uh, as the sun moves across the sky, what you're going to want to do is make sure that light is offsetting the shadows. So if the sun is overhead, shadows are going to be coming from the top down, and a light at roughly 45 degree angle, its normal placement, will help diffuse that. If the sun starts to set and you're at like the 6 o'clock in the evening and it's just there's nothing blocking the sun, and it's off to the side, what's going to happen is it's going to throw shadows across the face on the opposite side of the sun, at which point you'll want to reposition that light to kind of offset those shadows. So it really is kind of a moving puzzle where you're going to have to pay attention to things. Now, the general rule as for a photographer, uh, I would count on the light changing ever so slightly, roughly every 20 minutes throughout the day. With a photo booth, you don't have to be as precise, but it's still good to keep that number in mind every 20 minutes, kind of be cognizant of what's happening. Because in the evening hours, the light change is a lot more dramatic in a 20-minute period than it is in the uh, 
noon to mid-afternoon uh, period. The light being overhead, when it shifts a little bit to the side, the intensity is still the same, but uh, all that really does is work with the shadows a little bit. When you get to the evening hours, uh, you know, 20 minutes can go from, hey, that looks pretty good to, ooh, might need a flashlight kind of thing. So be aware of that. And as you're doing an outdoor event, this is for uh, not just open booth, but for the canopy as well. Remember, every 20 minutes, kind of keep an eye to things. And as the day goes on, you may have to adjust your settings. You know, be prepared. Stop the booths. Excuse me, folks, one second. Perfectly acceptable. I mean, it's something that has to be done in order to maintain the good picture quality. So lighting is not the only thing that you have to tackle when doing an outdoor event, whether it's a canopy or an open booth. We have wind, which we discussed. Uh, wind can affect, obviously, the backdrop. It can affect uh, the canopy to a lesser degree. Uh, certainly can affect any kind of lighting with umbrellas because uh, they're basically just big wind scoops. But the even bigger uh, thing to tackle, besides wind, is just general overall weather. Obviously, it goes without saying, if you have an outdoor event scheduled, stay on top of the weather forecasts for that area. If you have a clear forecast, that's awesome, great, uh, not much to worry about other than possibly the wind. But if it's a little sketchy and you're not sure if there's going to be rain or not, uh, let's go ahead and prepare for that. So the canopy itself is made of nylon, so it's not going to get hurt if it gets a little wet. Um, however, you do have lighting in there, and we do have electrical pieces of equipment, uh, the lighting, uh, the actual booth itself. So we want to try and prevent anything from happening to those. So the easiest thing to do is to get a small, uh, what they call picnic canopy. You've seen them. Uh, they come in various sizes. Basically, they're just a portable canvas roof that you put up on poles. And that's, you know, usually supposed to block the sun. But in this case, you know, it can also keep rain from getting on the booth. Things uh, like plastic covers, Visqueen, uh, whatever you can get a hold of to cover the booth itself to keep the material uh, free from getting damp. Uh, getting, again, that uh, kind of canopy to uh, put over the equipment is really going to help. Another thing you're going to want to do is if you're concerned about uh, moisture, uh, even if it's after a recent rain, some kind of a pallet or some sort of surface to put on the ground so that the booth is not actually sitting on the wet ground is going to be a huge help. And it's not only going to protect the booth, but also prevent any kind of uh, electrical issues that can come from having uh, too much moisture underneath the booth near the electronics. Now, of course, the electronics are not going to have any power unless you can plug in somewhere. And depending on where you are for this outdoor event, it could be a parking lot next to a building, uh, say like a church parking lot, and you have outlets available. That's fantastic. A lot of times they'll put you out in a field or on a lawn and you have to run uh, extension cables. As I've mentioned in the emergency kit, you should have already a 50-foot uh, extension cord, outdoor rated, and when you're planning for an outdoor event, you know, be very specific with them. Say, okay, how many feet from the power source am I going to be? And if you need to buy additional extension cords, go ahead and do that. My personal opinion, my recommendation is do not trust the venue to provide you with electrical cords. And here's why. One, they really don't give consideration to this kind of thing. Most venues, even though they have outdoor events and they have these locations, and they might even do it for themselves, 
they're not thinking of you and your needs, you might get an extension cable that's not outdoor rated, so it's not double insulated, uh, weatherproofed. And this just is going to put you in a higher degree of risk for your equipment and you know, potentially personal injury. So if you need to pick up a, another 50-foot extension cord or even 100-foot, you know, go ahead. It's a business investment. You're doing what you need to do to make sure that your booth is going to operate and be safe. If you need a generator, I'm not going to give out specifics on this because these things kind of change a little bit here and there. Um, if your venue says, okay, you're going to be over here, but you need to run off a generator. We can't run cords that far, uh, safety reasons, so on. Go ahead and send us an email. Uh, you can email me, jim at sappb.com or shane at sappb.com and just say, hey, I have an event. I need a generator. This is the equipment I have. What do I need? And we'll give you the uh, amps and voltage requirements for your setup so that you can make sure you have the correct generator. For the most part, people have used generators without issue. There have been unfortunate moments where folks have had damage to the equipment because the generator uh, uh, either did too much or too little for the power, and that can affect electronics in a very negative way. So again, when it comes to power, especially uh, at an event for the outdoors, uh, take control, ask the right questions. And if there's anything that you need, just go ahead and get it yourself uh, when it comes to extension cords. And that way it meets your uh, requirements and uh, your expectations of how you're going to protect your booth. Now, lastly, the issue of equipment safety comes up. And that's not just so much, you know, let's keep it up above the water. Let's not let the rain fall on it. When you're outside, and particularly if you are in direct sunlight, so you don't have any kind of shade or anything, say you're out in a soccer field and there's just nowhere to hide and the sun's going to be beating down on you all day, take some measures to try and protect the equipment. Now, the booth is, the computer in the booth is good to run up to about 90 degrees. And, and when you get over that, then, you know, we can have some problems. My recommendation when you're doing an outdoor event is just go ahead leave the back door open. Now the fan in the booth does a good job of venting things out normally, but when you have sunlight compounding the heat buildup on that black material, it's going to get warm in there faster than the booth fan will be able to clear it out. So by keeping that door open, it doesn't, you know, makes it not look as good because you can see the equipment and everything inside, but it's an even trade-off for anything possibly happening to the equipment. So keep that cracked. And again, if you can get even the smallest canopy to minimize the sunlight beating down on the booth itself, then that is a huge step forward in making sure things will go smoothly. It's also worth it to mention that equipment is not just the booth and the things in it. It's also your prop tables. Anything that you bring with you, in addition to the, the actual booth itself, that is your equipment. When outdoors, you need to really... You know, be on top of especially the wind. I just you can't say that enough. Wind, wind, wind. It's the number one issue that you're going to run into being outdoors. So if you have prop tables, uh, maybe you have some brochures, business cards and things, obviously you're going to need to be conscious of how well are they going to sit uh, on their table. When doing outdoors, everyone likes to display their props in a nice, uh, attractive fashion. But, it, you know, sometimes you might just have to put everything in a box. Put your props in a box and have people dig through it. It's not great, but what's, you know, you have to think, what is the better 
play here. Uh, have them dig through a box or spend most of the event chasing down things blowing across the lawn. I would rather have them dig through a box. So little things like that can really make a difference in how well the event goes and, and the success level. So I'm just going to wrap up a little bit of what we talked about here. Uh, with Canopy, it's easier to do outdoors than an open booth. You do have to be aware of your TV setting uh, and how to change that to accommodate for the sunlight possibly coming into the canopy itself and offsetting the, the fixed light that we have. You want to be sure that you have it windproofed uh, as much as you can, so some sandbags on the canopy that will hold it down. Trying to orient the canopy doors away from the direct sunlight uh, where it's going to be coming in will certainly help uh, keep the lighting well more under control than if you have to face it. If you just cannot avoid having those uh, canopy doors facing the direct sunlight, that's just the way it is. Again, you're just going to be more on top of the shutter. You're going to want to have a fan to keep things kind of cool in there, keep the air flowing so the sun isn't beating in and on the canopy uh, relentlessly and heating the air up inside. With the open booth, we have our camera settings again, not just the TV setting for the shutter, but we're going to have the ISO that we're going to want to drop down a single notch and see if we can get closer to our normal lighting uh, before we start messing with the shutter speed. We're going to want to be much more aware of where things are in terms of the lighting and the sun, where are the shadows. And that includes also, uh, like I said, if you're in the middle of a soccer field, there's not going to be much hope of you getting any kind of break from the sunlight during the day. If you are near buildings, um, using a program like uh, the Photographer's Ephemeris, again, I'm going to put that link on our podcast site in episode description so you can give it a look. It's free. Uh, I highly recommend using it. But it will also let you know, okay, so from like 1 to 2, the light's coming in directly here, but from 3 on, I see the sun's going to dip behind this building. That's going to give me some shade. That gives you right away something to keep on your mind uh, about the lighting. So you know there's going to be a specific time when you're going to have to really focus on a lighting change. And it might be a little more dramatic than just simply moving the TV or the shutter setting one notch up or down to accommodate for the lighting. And the reverse of that is true. You might be starting an event, and by looking at a program like this, you can see that, okay, the sun's going to be over here, and I'm going to be in the shade, but at 4 o'clock, it's going to peak out, and it's going to be beaten down. So I'm going to have to make a pretty big jump in my uh, camera settings. I'll be prepared for that. And then past the lighting, we have uh, weatherproofing, being prepared for the weather, checking the forecasts, making sure you have the necessary equipment to help protect your equipment uh, and your guests to some degree, obviously. And then there's the power considerations, again, making sure that you have enough cable, or I'm sorry, extension cord to get power to the booth, uh, having some kind of a platform to raise the booth up uh, so that it's, uh, A, you can help level it uh, so the pictures can be as straight as possible because you may be on an uneven ground. But that also comes into uh, uh, getting it away from the moisture. So in case it does rain or if it has just rained uh, and the ground is moist, uh, keeping something between the booth and the ground is just going to be a huge step in uh, keeping control of the situation. So doing outdoor events, it might seem a little scary. And there, honestly, there is a lot more to consider than doing an inside event. Most inside events, especially with the canopy, you just set up and your settings are correct. And you really only have to worry about setting up your prop table and getting people in and out of the booth. That's it. Outdoor events, a little more technical little more variables uh, what can go with them 
Uh, it could be a perfect sunny day, low breeze. It could be cloudy, sunny, off and back and forth. Uh, it could be windy, you know, all this stuff. There's still events and you know, it doesn't hurt to really try to get on top of it and uh, master uh, your routine for this kind of thing. And as I said in the last episode, really, if this is outside of your comfort zone, you don't need to offer it. Nobody likes to turn away a booking. And if you find yourself with an outdoor event and you're really opposed to doing it, then go ahead and pass. Sell your comfort level you know, work within that and make it the best that you can. Obviously, though, at some point, it doesn't hurt to expand. So, you know, while you've heard that there's a lot of variables and it's been kind of a rapid fire thing, you know, a little bit of practice, uh, just do even in your backyard, you'll be able to uh, at least become more comfortable with it and maybe consider offering it uh, some point down the road. Okay, that is going to do it for this week. Next week will be part three, and we're going to talk about the indoor events. Uh, so there's going to be a bit less technical issues to run into, uh, canopy and open booth indoors. And again, before I go, I just want to remind you, send your email to podcast at sappb.com. Put in free templates in the subject line, and we'll send you a link to download those uh, two sets of custom templates by us for you. Uh, this is the last week. They'll be coming down on September 22nd. So do get those emails in. As always, keep sending emails with questions, uh, thoughts, suggestions. We love to hear them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you go until next week. Uh, come back for part three. We can wrap this up. So until then, this is Jim wishing everyone happy boothing, and I will talk to you again soon.